you are listening to the Manfulness Podcast. I'm your host, Hamish Kramer. My mission here is to help create a more mindful man, a man that can express himself, can explore a deeper level of himself, become more balanced, become more conscious, and just create a better version of masculinity. I want to help the everyday man explore ideas of personal growth, spirituality, relationships, purpose, and love in a way which is simple, safe, and understandable. So I thank you for listening. All right, welcome to the Manfulness Podcast. How are you, my friends? I am coming to you post-manfulness workshop. Last week, I ran my first masterclass just for men. And this has been something I've wanted to do for a long time, you know, and obviously those that know my wife is the queen of confidence and, you know, we've just been really just focusing on her and her business. It's grown rapidly and we're just doing some amazing things there. So part of that was, you know, putting a lot of what I wanted to do, the men's work to a side while we built that or got it to a stage where, you know, we can automate a few things. And so 2021 has really being the year where I'm really going to push for the men's work, you know, do more masterclasses. We've upgraded the podcast. Uh, you'll notice a new cover and some new branding coming that way. So it's now it's really time to, you know, put some love back into manfulness and to build it. And uh, like I said, we kicked that off with the uh, manfulness masterclass just last week. And you know what? I was very nervous. I was very nervous about running the masterclass, you know, being a part of the sisterhood, I really can see how women are really ready to do the work. They're ready to work on themselves. So many more are. They're open to learning. They're open to transforming themselves. They're open. They get in touch with their feelings, you know, as we know, and they're quite great to work with. So it's been a privilege for me, and it's actually International Women's Week. You know, it was International Women's Day a couple of days ago, but I'm very blessed because I get to work with the sisterhood. I get to work with these wonderful ladies and I get to see them grow. And it's it brings me so much joy. I really feel like this is what me and Erica were born to do. And it's a pleasure every day to get up and to do this work, even though sometimes it gets hard, right? It's like sometimes any business, any work that you do has its difficult parts, but majority of this is the work that we do is so fulfilling and so in alignment with what we want to do. It's great. That's what's wonderful. Women are great. Women are great to work with and it's easy to work with them. Men, on the other hand, <laughs> it's a little bit more challenging, you know, and I think it's challenging for many reasons. I think there is a really horrible stereotype with men and I don't know whether that's just society stereotype or whether that's a stereotype that men also just carry around with them, but many men just are either ashamed to work on themselves. I think maybe we have this kind of lone wolf mentality or I should do it on my own, you know, get on with it type of mentality. Like I think there's some sort of embarrassment with reaching out and asking for help or learning from other people. It reminds me kind of of being a, a personal trainer. It's the same sort of thing, right? Like as a personal trainer, majority of my clients were women, right? They would come to the gym, they would hire a personal trainer, you would train them, and really easy, right? Majority women. And again, with men, my client base would be, say, 75% women, and then the rest would be men. And many of the times, the trainers, we would sit down and, and try to work out why men don't take on you know, things like personal training as much, right? And it's interesting, because I think what we felt like, and this could be true or not, but... 
men just don't really want to take instructions from other people really you know or for other men and that's not to say all men are like that we you know we definitely had some male clients but i think as a whole men have this mentality of i want to do it myself first and maybe they do that for a while before they you know decide to get a coach or a personal trainer or whatever it is that they're doing so I, I think that, and I noticed that, especially with a lot of the young men, especially when it was in the gym, you know, they'll be squatting and deadlifting and doing all kinds of crazy things. And you really couldn't talk to them. You couldn't say, hey, dude, see what you're doing there. But, you know, try this this way. Otherwise, you're going to hurt yourself. I don't know if there's this kind of competition between men and they just don't like to be told by other men how to do things properly, unless there's that trust. And, and maybe that's the key, right? Maybe there's just no trust between men or, or men which are strangers to each other. I think there's this always air of competition between us. You know, from a fitness perspective, generally speaking, men don't like to train with women. I don't know, for whatever reason, they don't think they're capable, which is just not true. And then men don't like to train with other men because there's this kind of competition thing going. So I think with personal development as well, it's kind of similar, you know. Men are just not willing to work with women. And when it comes to men, there's this kind of competition or this kind of bravado maybe we have between us. So I think that's one of the aspects that really stops men developing themselves or growing in terms of personal development. I think the other thing as well that I noticed with men is I think we look at things like money and power as the greatest characteristics or attributes, right? So I think when you're looking to work with someone or you're looking for a coach or someone to teach you, I think the main parameters men look for is are they wealthy and do they have power? <laughs> and if they do have those two things, then then I'm willing to work with them or learn from them because I guess that's what I want. I want money and power. So I think that's another thing that leads men astray sometimes because then you know you get caught up in this world of only it being about the hustle, only being about money and influence and all those kind of things which as men we're drawn to. And it's not to say that women are not drawn to those things, but I think definitely men are more drawn to those aspects. Maybe it's that alpha male part of us that we want to kind of be, or these ideals about what we think masculinity or men should be. And so we reach out to those men which seem to have an abundance of that. So I ran the masterclass. I was worried about it. Like I said, I didn't think men would turn up or I'd have a whole bunch of issues. But I actually had one of the most profound, amazing experiences a, a wonderful day with some of the best men and it went really well it went really smoothly the guys were really receptive and i think what it made me realize is that i think the tide is really changing i think men are really now starting to realize that they do need to work on themselves what they've been doing hasn't been working uh, maybe they're starting to realize that the people that they've been following aren't really the right people I think that we have also bought into this ideal that all men are competition and men can't be trusted. I think we've bought into that ideal and maybe that's been proven to us over the times, but at some point we have to kind of let go of that. And one of the stats that I shared, which is pretty profound and pretty disturbing, is about the suicide rates of men in Australia, right? So this is Australian stats. And it was found that men's suicide is double the national road toll, right? And one of the points I brought up was, look how much money and resources go into the road toll. Look how much money goes into speed cameras and to getting people to slow down and the ad campaigns and, and what have you, right? And yet men's suicide is double that, the national road toll, the national road toll, double. Where's the money? Where's the resources? It's not there. And the other thing that I mentioned to the guys is I, I apparently heard that there was no framework for dealing with mental health issues for men in psychology. 
So, for example, a lot of segmented audiences like, you know, women, gay and lesbian community, children. So there's frameworks on how to deal with those particular subgroups, yeah, you know, how to approach them, questions to ask, etc. So there's one for every other demographic category, but there's not one for men. And that only just became a thing, I think, last year, where they actually started to put in a framework on how to deal with men. So before that, they would just use standardized questions as opposed to write questioning and language to help men to get the best out of them. So there is already this kind of reluctancy, this kind of pushback of dealing with men. And yet we have the worst statistics, right? Like this is, you know, we're all talking about the pandemic and about how many people are dying. Double the national rotol. In addition to that, the other stat was out of every nine suicides, seven of them are men. Every nine suicides, seven are men. We brought up another stat from America that said that three young men every day kill themselves. Three. So this is huge, right? <laughs> like, I'm not making this shit up. These are the real stats. And another stat that I found was that less than 50% of men have a BFF which means they have a best friend. And that might sound funny, but what that really says is most men just don't have other men as friends. We don't have someone we can talk to, someone that we can confide in. And I think women do that really well. They really connect well and they share their emotions and their experiences. And most women would have a best friend. And less than 50% of men have that. And I do also feel like inside of that 50% of men who said they have a best friend, I guarantee that those men don't talk about anything too deep. I don't think they share their emotions as well. Maybe there'll be a small percentage of them that do, but most of them don't. So they're very superficial in nature. And even if they have those friends, they're not really utilizing them to what a best friend should be or could be. So men are really lonely, right? They're really, really lonely. So you can just see this compounding effect. We've got a a massive suicide rate. We've got men that don't trust men. We've got men that don't have men friends or male friends or a best friend. We have a reluctancy to work on ourselves because we think that we should know or we should have our shit together or we should be stronger. And then we have a society that kind of looks at us and also says, yeah, well, you should be the man. You should be strong. Man up. Don't be a pussy. Grow some balls, right? So hit from every single angle. So me going into this masterclass and wanting to do this men's work I was concerned. I'm like, maybe no one's going to show up. Maybe it's just going to be me and me. But we had 15 guys and it was the most amazing day. And what I learned is that, number one, I think men are really ready to work on themselves. I think they can see that this is a problem and they're understanding that it's a problem between men and men as a whole, right? And I think we're also starting to piece together that this is what's affecting our young men. From the discussion on the weekend, I think men are realizing that. I realized, I took away that so many of us men, we have such similar stories, right? We have similar stories. We all experience things very similarly. We, we have different situations. We have different circumstances, etc. But the stories that the guys were saying, you don't know how many times most of them would then pop up and say, man, me too. Me too. Me as well. You know, some of them had sexual abuse. Some of them had cultural issues. Some of them had religious issues. Some of them had suffered with anxiety and depression. Some of them had relationship issues. Some of them had issues with their parents, either their mum or the dad, and they were still fighting with their brothers or their sisters or, or some sort of family issues, right? And it was amazing to watch as these men started to open up and share their stories. So many men said, man, I resonate with you. I had a similar situation or at a similar event that happened to me. 
And it was amazing to watch that from an outside, just watching this process happening. As these men started to share their stories and become a little bit more vulnerable, it allowed all the other men to open up as well. And the connection that was then generated just from these short stories being shared was unbelievable. And these guys were joking and you know one of the guys got emotional and broke down and everyone was like it's okay man it was like like men know how to do it (laughs) men know how to be emotional and to support each other and love each other and do these things that we think that we can't do and it happens naturally and automatically the moment we start to become vulnerable and i think the space that we created on the weekend just made every man feel like it was okay for you to open up and share and to talk and to ask the questions and to really feel those feelings, feel those emotions and be held by other men. It was actually a really amazing experience to watch men supporting men. It's really phenomenal. And while our women have been supporting men for a long time and women do their best work to try and support men in their lives, there is something about men supporting men. There is something special about it, and I think it's something needed. So it was a great day, right? You know, these men shared, they opened up. And one of the guys said, the connection that I've received today has been deeper than some of the connections I've currently got with mates that I've had for 10, 20 years. And you can see, look what can happen in, you know, a four-hour workshop, that kind of connection. And all the men replied to me saying how much better they feel. Their partners messaged me saying, I've got a new man. He feels better. He feels alive. He's got inspiration in his life. Like just from a four-hour workshop, it was amazing. That's the great part. Great men working together, sharing and becoming better men. But I guarantee you, I had about 10 messages or DMs from women who wanted their partners to come to this workshop and they didn't come because they were afraid, they were ashamed, they were embarrassed. They thought they had better things to do on a long weekend, which I can appreciate. They didn't turn up, right? And so I'm always like, wow, how many men wanted to be there? How many men needed to be there, but chose not to, were overcome by self-doubt and didn't turn up, and are still living in these situations, are still feeling like shit, feeling depressed, anxious, without clarity, and just need a group of men to say, hey, brother, I hear you and I see you and what you're going through is normal and it's okay. And me too, yeah? Like me too, I've been there. And we can bring down that guard for a moment. And I think the beautiful thing about the conversation was that it doesn't mean that we can't be men, right? I shared about some of the attributes of masculinity, which was strength, protection, stability, focus, logic, rationality, a whole bunch of them. I explained to the men that you get to still be men, but we also need to give ourselves the opportunity to feel some of these feminine-like energies, which is about collaboration and unity and vulnerability and leaning into those things. We don't have to lose our masculinity. We don't have to stop being men, but allowing ourselves to lean into these other energies in these right scenarios, in these right environment between us, establishing these connections so that we can balance ourselves, so we can be balanced human beings which have a really good, strong masculinity flavor, but also a really beautifully nurtured feminine flavor and bring that feminine when it's needed, you know? Bring that to our relationships, bring that to our relationships with our children, bring that to our businesses, bring that to our careers, this compassionate, nurturing, loving side of us. We all have it. I saw it. I saw it there in the group of men. They all 
had these beautiful energies, but they were also men and they could also be men. So it was a wonderful day. I'm going to be doing more manfulness workshops, but I do want to call out any men that is always feeling isolated, is feeling alone, feeling trapped or feeling stuck, that you don't need to be, that there is a movement of men, not just me, but other men out there that I'm seeing that are trying to start this conversation. I know it's tough. I know it's scary. I know you feel embarrassed. I know it's the last thing that you want to do or you can't be fucked or you can't be bothered. But I'm telling you, if you can just build up the courage, if you can just motivate yourself just to show up to some of these events, I guarantee you it'll be the best thing that you did. So I want to take a moment and thank you so, so much for listening and supporting the Manfulness Podcast. And as my gift to you, I want to let you know that I am giving away my free mini meditation course. Now, meditation has been an absolute game changer for me. It has changed the way I perceive my world. It has made me calmer. It's made me happier. It has influenced my life on so many ways. And I want nothing more than to share my experience of meditation and to hopefully assist and help you take up this beautiful ancient practice and you know receive the benefits of it in your life so if you're interested you can go to my instagram at manfulnessmen click on the link in my bio and you can get free access to my mini meditation course or simply go to my website www.manfulness.com.au sign up from there as well there's four videos i go through um, how to meditate how to set yourself up the benefits of meditation and there's a bunch of practice meditations inside of there to get you going and to further your skills in this ancient practice so that's my gift to you thank you so much for listening to the manfulness podcast and supporting me Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode. I would love to hear from you. So please tag me on Instagram at manfulnessmen. Hit me up, DM me. I would also love a review on wherever you've listened to. And please, please subscribe so that you can get more of my updates, more of my podcasts coming through. And if you feel, please share it with another man who you think could benefit from today's episode.